Hello and happy Valentine's Day, everyone. In this episode of Nautical Knowledge and Nonsense, I sat down to a hilarious and fun-loving interview with me, my wife Megan, and two old shipmates, Jamie and Liz. We try to stick to what it's like to be couples on boats, the good and the bad, but the conversation definitely also touches on a lot of, uh, well, let's say screw-ups, and there's also some swearing involved. I hope you enjoy this, the Valentine's Day special with Nautical Knowledge and Nonsense. Welcome to another episode of Nautical Knowledge and Nonsense. Happy Valentine's Day. We have a special Valentine's Day episode. We got two couples here on multiple boats, but two couples to hopefully either, hopefully you're somebody you love and care about and you guys can enjoy this together. Or if you're all by yourself, hopefully you can enjoy some of the trials and tribulations of our, <laughs> of our relationships and what's been great and what hasn't. Uh, so today we're going to talk about kind of, uh, well, I, well, I should start. Today with me, I have my old Viking shipmate, Jamie, uh, from England. He's English folks, so just accept it. And we've got uh, Liz. Liz is an old shipmate as well from the Tall Ships. And we have my wife, Megan, who's here. And of course, you probably know me by now. My name's Johan. And yeah, we're all here. And I want to talk about, we're going to do Liz and Jamie and Megan as well. We're going to do your origin stories at another date and another interview. So I want to kind of just talk about how we all met as couples and uh, just kind of focus on boat life in general. It's like to be a couple on a boat, maybe some of the craziness that couples have to deal with on ships that folks might not have to deal with on land. And that's about it. So I don't know. We'll see where this goes. There's no plan to this conversation at all. Uh, yeah. So let us begin. <laughs> Jamie and Liz, how did you guys meet? Uh, through you. Wait, no, no, no. There's way more to this story than just through you. Okay, so I um, met Johan on a boat called the Lady Washington, and he was my captain, and he really likes to tell tall tales. <laughs> <laughs> and so for about two years, I'd been sailing off and on with him, and I would always hear these stories about this strange English boy that he met on a Viking ship. <laughs> okay, will you tell at least one of those stories? <laughs> sure. Okay. Which, uh... Uh, do that... Um... Oh, all right. Well, I, 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 have, I have so many... Jamie, I have so many stories about you. It's so lovely. and Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I think I have, I have two favorites for sure. Well, well the, so on the Viking ships, so you got to imagine it's a 100-foot-long boat, 12 feet wide, all open, 65 crew. Like we're jam packed in there like sardines, and it's cold, and it's miserable, and it's fun, and it's great, and um, and and so it just you start forming culture. Like when you're in a weird place that you haven't, you know, like 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 it's just normal. Like, right? The different cultures will form on boats, and and so somebody had gone ashore and bought some like plasticky toys, like little like toy cars and toy this and that. And one of the things was this this neon little toy dog bone. I have no idea where the story is oh. going. Oh, well, you'll remember. And so I was sitting there looking at this dog bone and thinking, what the heck am I going to do with this? And then I look over at Jamie and he's holding his hand over one eye with like spit coming out from between his hand and his eye. And I'm like, Jamie, what happened? He's like, oh, Johan, I got tobacco in my eye. I'm like, but why is there spit coming? So what he had done was you had gotten to, what was it, Jamie? You got can, to can I just, just for clarification here, I was being, <laughs> I was being extremely sensible. Um, when I was a kid, I would swim in the sea a lot, and if you'd get salt in your eyes, they would sting. 
So either you can like have weepy eyes and sore eyes, or if you spit on your hands and then rub it into your eyes, you can get the salt out and you can keep swimming. And it stood to reason I didn't have any water. I just got nicotine, which is quite a, um, you know, a vicious substance into my eye and it was stinging. So I thought, logically, spit in your hand, rub it in your eye. <laughs> You'll wash out the nicotine and it will stop my eye from hurting. It's perfectly sensible. And I don't know what the fuss was about. Oh my God, I've never heard the other side of the story before. Ever. Well... All sensibleness aside, all I saw was Jamie with spit coming to his hand. So I'm like, oh man, I got an idea. So I put a lanyard on the bone. I now I stood up and I announced to the entire crew. I'm like, ladies and gentlemen, board the board these you know sea stallion. I would like to present to you the ship's bone. If you do something truly boneheaded, you earn the ship's bone. Jamie, what have you done to earn this prestigious award? And you're like, I got tobacco in my eye. I'm like, no, Jamie, any idiot can get tobacco in their eye. What did you do to get it out? And you're just like. Or spat in my own eye. <laughs> <laughs> and then and then the bone would perpetually it would go to Jamie and then we go to someone else. And then we go to Jamie and we go to someone else. And we can get I only had it twice. Oh, is it twice? Well, it, it seemed to go to you a lot. But <laughs> in the end, it was supposed to go to you one last time because I was sitting there, it was the last day of sailing on the Viking ship, and it was perfect. Like blue skies, little little clouds, you know, just perfect wind, not too much, not too little. The boat's going along on, you know, headed back to Roskilde. And we were just, it was perfect, just perfect, wonderful sailing weather. I'm taking in every moment. Like, I need to savor this for the rest of my life, this, these magical moments. And I, I, you know, I'm looking up at the sail, and then all of a sudden I see at the topmost reef nettle, and this is like, how high was that mast? I mean, it was like 60 feet, 80 feet. I forget. It was a lot. Oh, realistically, how long was the ship? 100 foot? 100 foot. So the mast, 80 foot? 80 foot. Yeah, so, it's not quite as long as the ship. So like 70 feet up in the air on the topmost reef nettle, I see a pair of sunglasses <laughs> hanging from this rope that's the reef nettle. And, and so I'm like, who the F put their sunglasses up there? And then Jamie's like looking down and he looks up and goes, oh, that's where I put them. <laughs> Again, it was very simple. It had been raining the night before. And yeah. It wasn't my sunglasses. It was the little bag that they come in and it was very wet. And I wanted to dry it out, so I tied it to one of the reefing lines. And then I admittedly forgot about it. And it <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah so I called for the ship's bone, but you'd given it away to another boat, and that was the end of the ship's bone. But it's a great, yeah, folks, if you're looking for a good morale tool, tool to, like, poke fun at people and they're not having, you know, having a bad day or whatever it's a good way to get a laugh but also people can be like yeah i was an idiot <laughs> <laughs> okay so this is the context that i know jamie in thus far yep and then i get on a boat that uh is called the aging mural and it was crazy because i think for at least four months or so you and josh and Allie had been asking me to come on that boat but i was like no no, I'm so burnt out on this other boat. I don't want to go. I can't do it. And then Josh gives me a call finally. And he's like, Liz, Liz, it'll be so much fun. You'll have so many adventures. And I'm like, oh, fine, Josh, I'll come, I guess. Uh, and folks then, listening, this is Josh Scornavacci from episode five, the bounty survivors. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. And who can resist a Josh, <laughs> no. a Josh adventure? <laughs> <laughs> um, so I was like, okay, fine. I'll go on this boat. Um, and then I think it was a couple days into um, into the the time I was there, and Johan says, "Oh, and we've got a new crew member coming," and I was like, "Oh, who's that?" And he's like, "Jamie," and I'm like, "That Jamie?" <laughs> <laughs> 
and he was like, "Don't tell, don't tell the stories I told you. <laughs> don't, don't, don't judge him on those." <laughs> That's so funny. Maybe we play such tricks because I thought I thought you didn't know until you met him, and it had been like a day or two. And then you came up to me and said, Johan, is this the guy that you... Okay, okay. Well, no, I, me- I knew I remembered instantly. <laughs> well, and I think... So, Jamie, I I made a clean slate for you. I mean, it was... I, like, nobody knew anything about you. It was like, <laughs> I just got this awesome sailor who's been around the world, British. He's just so awesome. You know, world sailor. Yada, yada, yada. And said said nothing. You know, I was like, Jamie is just going to do just fine. Any Any... Any image you want to create, you can create. So I, I don't see why I needed a clean slate. I was very happy with you. Well, good. Well, well I, I wasn't sure. I wasn't, but just in case, I want to make sure. So, so what does Jamie do? He shows up, and the image we have is he shows up dressed like he's ready to liberate the Falkland Islands. Like he is dressed head to toe in British camouflage. I'm like Jamie for. What? What's? Why? Why are you wearing camouflage? He's like, well, yo, you said our uniform is khakis, <laughs> like khaki pants, like like you know, brown freaking pants. It's like, no, Jay. Oh my gosh. So, well, you Americans always wear camouflage. So, so I went to the 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 brief that we got with the ship was X, Y, and Z, and then it said khaki pants. I thought that's a bit weird. But, okay, fine. <laughs> I'll go to the army surplus and pick something up. <laughs> and uh, I found a really nice pair of camouflage trousers and I bought them and took them out. I was like, wow, these are really comfortable and they've got these pockets. I'm really into these. And I remembered seeing some wet weather gear there. So I went back to the shop and I was like, okay, I could spend $500 on this, that and the other to wet weather gear or I could spend 20 pounds not dollars but and i could get all this ex-army surplus stuff so i got all my wet weather gear for almost nothing it was really good it worked really well it was admittedly all camouflage <laughs> but for a fraction of the price i kitted myself out fully in everything i needed okay and kitted himself out he means he had literally three layers of camo on <laughs> if it was raining he had his under camo his over camo and his wet weather gear which was also camo <laughs> do you remember when he almost got heat stroke yeah, because he was wearing too much camera. No, 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 no. That was it. Was a very hot day, and we were doing tarring. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was in the minimum of camo. I had only, well, I had, I had, I had my pants on, which, which were camo, and then I had a t-shirt on, and then I had a camouflage thing over the top. But that was to stop myself from getting sunburnt. Yeah. So that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but I, remember, so I went over it was there. Too polite to ask. Yeah, because yeah. you're slurring. Like I was like, you, I could tell. Like you just looked like you were out of it. I'm like, Jamie, what's wrong? And you just like said something to me that was just like, blah, 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 blah. I was like, oh god, okay, get in the shade, like right now, get the shade. You're really good. Yeah, somebody you're get really Jamie some good. water right now. Like so, so we had you over in the shade. We're giving you water and stuff. And I'm like, Jamie, like what? When when was the last time you drank water? He's like, oh, not since breakfast. I'm like, Jamie. <laughs> Like, what were you thinking? It's like, oh, yo, I thought it would be rude to ask for a glass of water. I'm like, Jamie, I was in America, it is much more rude to die of heat exhaustion and heat stroke than it is to ask for a glass of water. We, we had a lot of work to do, and, and I didn't want to, like, be seen to be slacking off and no. drinking. And... You're so sweet. <laughs> All right, Wait, well, can, fo- we, can we tell the story of how, like, we first, like, I first saw him? That's what this is about. Yeah, okay. we're going to get into a bunch of Jamie. Folks, if you're enjoying these Jamie stories, there will be more. Don't <laughs> worry. Jamie. Look for a future episode starring Jamie. Yeah. <laughs> yes, please. Okay, so, so let's rewind a little bit back to when Johan was like, 
oh, it's Jamie. And I was like, oh, Jamie, that Jamie. Okay, and then that instant, we get a call from Jamie. He's at the airport, and he's like, <laughs> I'm lost. I don't know where I am. And we're like, okay, well, look around you and tell us what you see. Maybe we can find you. And he's like, okay, I see a giant American flag. <laughs> That's right. And we're like, that could be anywhere. <laughs> Yeah, Southern Jersey. Yeah. And, yeah, yeah, but that gave us an idea. We were like, <laughs> That's right. we were like, okay, before he gets here, we're going to kit out the entire crew house with American <laughs> flags, constitutions, <laughs> declarations of independence, and post them everywhere in every bunk and over all of the doorways. And we're going to make sure he thinks this is what American culture is like. You guys must have done that so fast. <laughs> well, it yeah. took you about an hour to get back. Oh, yeah, we stopped yeah. at a Walmart so I could see the guns. Yeah. 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 I think we had the American flights for some reason. Yeah, we, yeah, we did. It was because we yeah. cleaned out the... Yeah, oh, yeah. we, we were. I remember that. I'm like, we need to keep these for Jamie. Yeah, yeah that's right. That's right. We, we planned for a while. But yeah. But yeah, no, that's true. The printing of the constitutions and Bill of yeah. Rights. And then, and then when we came in, I th- didn't, weren't you guys saying the we Pledge of Allegiance? We were lined up yeah. and we were singing the Pledge of Allegiance. <laughs> and so my first image of Jamie is me singing the Pledge of Allegiance at the top of my lungs and him walking in full camo just weep crying <laughs> just like I just it was so adorable and I was like you were in your I'll bunk. have him <laughs> I was not in my bunk you were, I was singing I was not in, in my bunk. bunk okay you must have got up into your bunk afterwards then. maybe probably and maybe I didn't see no, but you I before follow, no no here's what I remember I remember you coming in and then me following you <laughs> around the house you did do a lot of following me around <laughs> <laughs> so hard to resist the following temptation. <laughs> all right, so folks are just—we all lived in one room, so yeah, it's that's hard true. not to be that's following. True. It was anyway. more like a yeah. barracks, yeah. barracks than a, yeah, a, a crew house. It really was. Bunk, bunk house. We, so anyway, so that's how you guys met. Yeah. So that was. Those well, no, that was the first, first time. First impressions. Yeah, first yeah impression. that's the first impression. Mm-hmm. No, okay. Oh, and you thought I was a boy. Oh, I'm allowed to say that. Yeah. You can yeah. Say well, that. I okay, didn't. Okay. I didn't. No, I didn't think you were a boy. I just wasn't sure. Yeah. Because I had really short hair at the time. You, were, you had really short hair and you were wearing yeah. boys' clothes and they were very baggy. Yeah. yeah. So I couldn't That's quite true. tell. Yeah. So, wow. That does that does lead a lot of... Because uh, historically, like like in the age of sail, women could sneak on board sometimes and pretend to be guys. And So, yeah. Wow. Even the modern era, it's hard yeah. to tell sometimes. That's yeah, I was just role-playing. <laughs> <laughs> I figured it out pretty quickly, though, when you said your name was Liz. Yeah. So that gave me a clue. Yeah, and I batted my eyes at you. (laughs) (laughs) I thought that was a twitch. (laughs) (laughs) All right, repeat what you guys used to call me again. (laughs) What was was that? Oh, we coined a phrase for Liz. Well, for anybody that looked like that. Ambisextrous. It's so good. (laughs) Awesome. So let's talk about our origin story. I've been talking a lot, so if you don't mind. Okay. Can you talk a little more? <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> she needs a reminder. All right, so it's all a blur. In case you remember, oh, okay. In case you forgot, we met on a tall ship. We did. We met on yes, Lady Washington. We did. And you came on as a two-week trainee. Yes, I was... but I had first talked to you two weeks early really? because, yeah, because you gave me, you called me on the phone, and we're like, "Where are you?" I was like, "Wait, where am I?" <laughs> <laughs> I was in Arizona, and I was. You were calling because apparently I was supposed they somehow the office got it wrong, and they had scheduled me for two weeks prior. So um, I was like, "Well, I I can't get there. So is there any way you guys can move it? Because I'm supposed to be there two weeks from now." And so you said, "Well, I'll see what I can do." So then apparently you had to talk to a bunch of different people, and then you 
called back and said, fine, we'll, we'll take you two weeks from now. I think you guys were pretty desperate. To yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like always. Yeah, that's pretty typical. Um, yeah, so two weeks later, I showed up, drove down there and showed up in Redwood City, Crescent City. Redwood City. Redwood City. It was in San Francisco Bay or was it north? No, it was north of San Francisco Bay. So it that was Crescent City, right on the Crescent border of Crescent yeah. yeah. That's Crescent City. Yeah, Crescent City. And I wasn't thinking about Johan at all <laughs> <laughs> because I had waited so long to get on the Lady Washington. Yeah, and that was just uh, fulfillment of a dream. So I was just very much overwhelmed by that. And did not really pay attention to the first mate at all. <laughs> not for a while. Define a while. You were only. I like mean, a couple days. Weeks. That's we're, true. Yeah, that's right. Like, so boat time. Boat days. Seems, yes. Yeah, it seems yeah. like two a week has gone by when it's actually yeah. just forty eight hours. So, yeah. <laughs> two days. I got there late at night, and by the following morning, we were taking a group. So my first impression of the boat, we got out there. We took this group of school kids out on this boat. And from Crescent City, you go straight out into the ocean when you take people out. There's no playing around. So us and all these fourth graders were puking everywhere. And I was just like, this is amazing. (laughs) (laughs) And all the other other people were complaining about it. Oh, man, we got to clean up puke again. Like, this is so awesome. (laughs) And then we had to turn around and come back because there was too many kids puking. Who was captain? Was it Ken? It was Ken slash Dave. I can't remember okay. who was captain that day. Okay. Yeah, I know. Ken got off within a really short time after cool. I got on. Cool. Yeah, so yeah. Megan comes on board, and I remember just, you know, she had these big blue eyes and this mm-hmm. big smile, and she's, you know, pretty much my age, and we had everything in common, and I was just like, no, no, I'm not going to be seduced again and have my heart pulled out and thrown against the wall and watch it just smear down as it, yeah I was not going to have that happen so anyway I didn't believe it I didn't believe anybody could be quite that nice and then she just did she just kept being nice like really super awesome and and, and all that just yeah like, like it just she never let up on the facade <laughs> so the, the, the what you had? It's a facade. Isn't well, it? So I thought, and then and then I got our one of our sailors. It drops every once in a while. Uh, one, one of our friends going aloft at one point. We had you do training, and it was with this this fellow and uh, this other guy. And then he came down. and He said, "Johan, I I thought you were like because because I told him I had told him that you were awesome." Hmm. And he's like, "I thought you were saying that just because you really liked her or something." But she is awesome. She actually is. I'm like. Oh, I thought so. Yeah, she kind of is. And then, and then I thought, oh, she's not flirting with me. No, nah, there's no way. There's no. It wasn't until we were in Coos Bay, and Coos Bay had this awesome arcade that this guy had had made to just keep basically keep teenagers out of trouble. He wanted like a nice, clean, happy place where people could go hang out. So he put all these '80s and '90s arcade games in there and Nintendo stuff. People so people could play in groups and have a great time and so we like both were there and just on nostalgia just a total nostalgia kick and, and you came up to me right before we even i think before we even got into the the place and you're like yo do you want to play the boxing game and like right then i knew oh she's flirting with me this is this is real that Aww. was you know and, then, and she proceeded to whip my butt in the boxing game and you know. well the funny thing is i was just actually really excited about arcade games <laughs> wow but i did like you too but (laughs) i just i really like arcade games so i was very much on a like you said nostalgia high you could ask anybody to play (laughs) boxing you look like the person to play boxing with (laughs) 
<laughs> if you know what I mean. <laughs> awesome. Well, so that's how, that's kind of how we met. And, and so then, I, I distinctly remember having a phone call with Johan, I think shortly after he met you, can't have been that long after, and he was telling me all about you and how excited <laughs> he was. And and I was I was really happy because, I, I hope you don't mind me saying this, Johan, but I remember he had some, you know, it's, it had not worked out a few times. And oh, yeah. He was always really sad. And, and then he was like talking about you and he was so excited. And he was like, yeah, yeah, this is definitely the one. I really like her. She's into all this and that and the other. And he just went on and on and on. I mean, no, I mean, in a really positive way about how, how great you were. And and I remember thinking, that's awesome. I'm really glad he's, he's found someone. And that was, I don't know, a really long time ago now. Here we are. Yeah, kind of crazy, yeah. kind of crazy. So one thing I do want to talk about. So, so that's how we met. Now, now times aren't always great. I mean, I'm, I'm sure there's some poor people sitting there alone at Valentine's Day right now, being like these stupid couples and stuff. So, it hasn't always been perfect. So, if you don't mind, Megan, can we talk? Let's can we talk about like times on the boats when it it wasn't quite perfect? Is that all right? Well, I'm trying to think of progression in time because mm. I feel like the time when you really so. We were together for a little bit, and then I left at the end of two weeks, and you said, we need to give it more time. Yeah. So if if you're really interested in doing this, we just need to invest more time. And I was perfectly happy to do so because, one, I wanted to stay on the boat. Two, I wanted to see where this potentially was going because he was – we had so much in common, such an interesting fellow, very smart, and – uh yeah, just wanted to see where things would go. So anyway, I came back and volunteered on the boat in between uh, my little college classes I was taking and buying a house and fixing it and stuff and ended up skipping the first couple weeks of my college classes or at least <laughs> week because the lady got, Lady Washington, got to go sailing around the San Juans for a what we called a training sail. It which was, was a train. Why does everybody say that? We did. We train. do. Oh, we totally did. We did train. We totally right? did. But we sailed around the San Juans with the crew for two <laughs> to, days. To the executive <laughs> director of you know, and the, got to anchor out twice. Yeah, to the executive which was director wonderful. of of uh, Grace Harbor. We did training. I promise. <laughs> we, we did were lots not of training your, the, and the actual anchoring and yeah. yeah, we practiced a lot of stuff. But during <laughs> that time, we planned a dinner, a very mm. special dinner. Now, folks, actually, if so, folks, if you're listening. Listen to episode 15 with Ethan, because we talk in great de detail about oh. the dinner. But tell us fr from your side. Well, I'm just saying from, so I, um, most of the crew, there was some of the officers who had just been newly promoted, um, were the guests of honor to this officer's meal, this... Um, officer's think, mess? Yes. And the rest of us were bit actors, really. And I, because I, it was pretty much the only costume I could throw together with some different people from the cruise stuff. I was a logger. And so, Johan, you should tell it because you say that that was the moment you knew that there was... Oh, that was it. Well, no, because you came down and you had the, the braided hair and you had like this lumberjack hat kind of thing and this lumberjack jacket and you're talking about, oh, you betcha. Yep, yep, yep. You know, and I'm just like, what is going on? And then you went back upstairs for something else. You were like bringing down food or something. You went back. And then when your act came up, because everybody was like, they were all performers. They all had a different act. And again, listen to episode 15 because it's freaking hilarious. But that you came down and you had a song that you had, like you made up yourself. And it was like, well, folks, yeah, and I, it was just something, well, you, you tell it. Well, I, I can't remember how the song, I know it's written down someplace, but I just remember it being, well, people, you know, 
don't you know they always ask me, you know, well, how about your sailing and why I left a login? <laughs> and so then the song was a silly song about that with really um, risque limericks. And <laughs> the title, because you basically say like, yep, yeah, so... You know, I've, and then I met me like I, I used to love trees. I love chopping down trees and bringing them down and everything. And, and then I, I met me a sailor, and I gotta say, I love fucking sailors more. I love fucking trees. <laughs> <laughs> and that was oh the name my of the God, song. That's awesome. Yeah, and, I, and that, and then she sang this song that she made up, and like by the end of it, it's like, wow. I'd be an idiot not to marry this woman. Like, it ain't gonna get any better, y'all. Oh. <laughs> that was it. That's so sweet. Yeah. Um, there was a little bit of time. Well, we didn't have very much time before we figured out that we really liked each other. Did we? Well, you didn't really like me when we first started going out. <laughs> you kind of liked me. Jamie's like... eyes just got really big and his mouth just got really small. <laughs> it took me a little bit of time to work it out. <laughs> it's okay. You were going through some stuff. But, um, yeah, I think it was like a couple of days and I had just gotten off this boat um, where there was a bunch of like drama, like relationship drama stuff. And so they had like banned sex on the boat and it was, yeah, it was really intense. And so, and but I really wanted to start a relationship up with Jamie. Um, and, but I wasn't sure what the rules were on this new boat on the AJ Miramal. And so I was like, Okay, I guess I'll with do this. With me as captain? With you as captain, yeah. And so what I did, and I did this really awkward thing. I was That's like, so okay, funny. I'm going to ask Johan if I could hook up with Jamie. <laughs> I remember right. that. Were, were we going for a drive or yeah, something? Yeah, we went I for totally a drive. Yeah, we were like and going we for a drive. we stopped in the car, and I was like, okay, this is my moment. <laughs> I, could, I could tell that she was nervous. I could tell you were nervous. Yeah. So I was like, what is about to happen here? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, and I'm in a, a, a polyamorous relationship. And so, and I was with somebody at the time already. Yeah, and, and I knew it, that. Yeah, I and so it was that. really yeah. funny because it was like, he was like, "Yeah, that's fine. Uh, it might not be okay with Megan, so you have to go ask Megan too." <laughs> <laughs> so then I went up to Megan. And I was like, "Megan, that's can I, <laughs> can I try to do stuff with Jamie?" <laughs> and you were like, "Yeah, I don't care." <laughs> Why would I care? God, so it's like asking your parents. It was yeah. permission. Yeah. yeah, it was. It was awkward, but it was worth it. Was worth it. Well, I had a similar conversation with Johan because I was. It was when I was varnishing that bowsprit, and I put mm. so much work into that bowsprit, and then those. What were we allowed to say on the podcast? <laughs> anyway, those those you can gentlemen workers at that shipyard. <laughs> If we don't up. specify the shipyard, I think we could speak. Yeah, okay. Well, those <laughs> fucking cunts of the shipyard. Picks up my beautifully varnished bowsprit that I had spent days doing, and it was just right yeah. with a massive crane with webbing around it, and it just ruined all the varnish. It, you know, it needed, I don't know, a couple more weeks to go off. I wasn't very happy about that. Anyway, where was yeah. I going with this story? Oh, yeah. So <laughs> I was varnishing the... Oh, yeah, Liz. Oh, yeah. I was varnishing the bowsprit, and... Uh, uh, Johan was there and I was like uh, Johan uh, I think Liz might like me um, but uh, I'm a bit worried has she got a boyfriend and Johan was like yeah yeah but they're in an open relationship I was like, oh oh okay that's alright then <laughs> I was like is it alright if uh, if I you know 
do you think I should ask her out or something? And you know, and was like, yeah, I think I think she might like you. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's, that's the story of my life. Like I, 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 it takes a sledgehammer to my face to be like, oh yeah, this girl likes me lately. <laughs> so I never can pick up on stuff. Well, like Johan is the best um, person to sort of go out with in terms of helping somebody to help you meet people. Um, so you mean to a bar? Yeah, to a bar. Yeah, not like to go out with as a date. I don't know. I imagine he's probably pretty good. Okay. On a date, we never, but, we yeah. never dated. Yeah. Per se. Um, we had a couple of good nights out. Didn't we? We, we had a lot of good nights out. But, but specifically in terms of relationships, so Johan came to visit me at my home in England, and he wants to go out to the pub. So we went out to the pub. For some reason, I was dressed up in fancy dress. I can't remember why, but I just. No, 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 no. Let's give the context. Jamie lives in this tiny little village in Cornwall where everybody has known everybody else since the dawn of time. We go to the local pub. This is literally within spitting distance of his house. I mean, it's like no more than a hundred yards walk, if that. And, and, and we get there and Jamie is dressed in like some sort of LARP kind of outfit. I have no idea. It what. was my Viking reenactment gear. Viking reenactment gear. There we go. So we show up to the local pub there. I am American. I have an accent, Canadian slash American accent. I don't hide it at all. Like I clearly am a foreigner. We get to this pub and we're hanging out and I'm talking with people and we're, you know, getting drinks and stuff. And then they're like, they look at me like your friend. What's what's with him? And I'm like, <laughs> what do you mean? And like, I'm like, like, I'm at the local pub. Like, they yeah, I never know. go there. And, and then it's, it's like, your your friend looks like he's dressed like he's about to invade Mordor or something. <laughs> like, like, he's going to Mordor. And I'm like, uh, I don't know what to say here. Anyway, so that's the context. Carry okay, on. so anyway, we, we got to the pub, and um, there was this girl in the pub, and she seemed nice. And we started chatting, um, and I thought she was very friendly and nice to talk to you. I wasn't like interested in her in that way, but you know, friendly, having a chat. And then Johan's there also having a chat. And I think Johan must have thought that I was interested in her. So Johan, being Johan, he's then like, oh, hey, you know, we should like all go for a walk together. And the girl was very keen to go for a walk. So we went for a little walk down the creek, which lasted all of about five minutes and then Johan's like oh my friend's got a house down here we should all go back to his place for a party and then and me being polite is like oh yes okay yep that's fine and the girl is quite enthusiastic and we all go back for a party open my door and go in the second we go in the house Johan's like oh I'm tired now I'm going to bed bye <laughs> so then I'm alone with this girl in my house and then she starts like trying to you know making the moves yeah and uh, I'm like well <laughs> I ought to be polite, right? And, you know, <laughs> uh, I don't think this can go in it because okay, well, I'll finish the story. But um, so anyway, so so things happen, but I felt I ought to out of politeness. Um, and um, anyway, ladies, if you're ever desperate, no. go to England. <laughs> anyway, polite. Anyway, so so. I think we hadn't spoken for about four or five days or something. And then I thought, well, I was having this Halloween party and I thought I ought to invite her to the Halloween party because it's you know, a polite thing to do and so on. So I invite her to the Halloween party. Um, and I also invite one of my best friends to the Halloween party. And he almost didn't show up, but uh, he did in the end. And then they ended up being really into each other at this Halloween party and hooking up. And they got married last year <laughs> and they've got a house together. And yeah, so Johan got those two people together as well. And they're, yeah. I've told you that story before. 
I, I forgot. I, you oh, know. Well, that's so neat, though. I had no idea. Yeah. It's, or I've, so or, if it wasn't, told me if it wasn't for Johan, and they really love each other like, so much. That's great. Um, and if it wasn't for Johan in that pub at that time, it would have never happened. And not only that, but I think probably wouldn't have turned his life around. He'd still be like an intense drug addict, alcoholic. Yeah. So really huge life repercussions from one chance meeting in the wow. pub with Johan. Well, this is crazy to think about. Yeah, I mean, there is so much chance and just the, the people you're with and how much it matters. And like, I mean, Liz, you were telling, we found out recently that had our little boy, so our, our youngest little boy, he, he was born uh, two months early, but had he been born 48 hours later, you and you and Jamie might not even be a couple right now. Like, you, Yeah. Yeah. So can, can you talk about that a yeah. little bit? Yeah. Well, okay. So um, this last time I went to England from the U.S. to England, um, I had this whole thing planned out where I knew Megan was having a baby and I really wanted to see that happen. <laughs> and I wanted to support her. Um, and so I had this trip and she was on the East Coast in New Jersey and I really wanted to um, go out there for a month to try to time her having the baby to support her in that time we should we should describe what megan's ideal birthing thing so she wanted to have like her for the first baby she wanted to have like this natural like wonderful birth in like a freaking bathtub with like some bongo drumming hippies that around, is like... the best well maybe not the drumming hippies but water births <laughs> are the best and all humans should try and have them if they can i wish and I that's could totally have. debatable and my dad would argue I otherwise of uh, obg by in 40 years so anyway <laughs> that's subject to debate we're not going i tried right i found a place that would do it but no. then i had arthur a month early month then, early yeah. it was desperate and second like, time i had yeah. brennan two months early like so. thank god yeah. for modern western medicine or i wouldn't have a wife or any kids right now that's yeah. the truth of it yeah. so yeah so arthur came out a month early and unfortunately our that wonderful that wonderful hippie bongo drum birth went to uh nothing and it was it was all modern and then with brendan it was a well so so yeah so anyway um so yeah i was planning to go out there um to new jersey to help her out I'm sorry. So, so bring us to our youngest child. Yeah. Uh Yeah. Little Brendan. (laughs) (laughs) And, um, let's see what happened. So I was already sort of traveling up North because I was going to leave from Seattle and I get this text, I think, or a phone call. Oh, I remember. Yeah. It was like, it was a text slash phone call being like, I've had the baby already. <laughs> it just happened. <laughs> and I was like, Sorry, you couldn't be there. Yeah, and I had already booked tickets to go from New Jersey to England. And so I was like, well, okay, well, if she's not there, then I'll just go. I'll just go a month early. I'll just go one month early to England, and that'll be that. Um, and so I do my little trip, um, and there's this the tri- the right before the plane ride from new, uh, from new jersey east coast to england i get this phone call from jamie being like hey have you heard about this coronavirus thing and i was like no <laughs> oh god <laughs> i don't know about this you guys and so but i get on the plane anyway and i like wipe down my whole seat <laughs> and make sure everything is like as clean as possible and i'm like kind of freaking out and i get to england and literally a week later everything shuts down all of england is locked down i cannot move for the foreseeable future and that plane ticket that i had bought originally the one that was a month later it got canceled 
So I would not have gone to England. I would not have been able to make it to England had Megan for months for months yeah. or years who knows you okay. know i mean you know long distance relationships are hard yeah, yeah this is what she told me the other day i know <laughs> i, I don't know she was like oh if i hadn't got that plane we wouldn't be together i was like what <laughs> well you know because you're you're it's hard to talk on the phone I and i know that it, okay but... well, <laughs> i'm sure we would have stayed friends at least oh good to know <laughs> good to know i'm just kidding i love you very 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 mm-hmm. much and i'm so glad i was locked down with you for two and a half years two and a so... half long terrible years <laughs> no, no no so and it was really funny because i had gone to england being like oh, i'll just stay there for six months you know see if i like this boy maybe see if i like this this I, I what see if i like Jamie, this boy we had spent i had been out to america by this point and met your entire family you've been out to england twice what do you mean yeah. see if i like this boy well i don't know There's things happen <laughs> i'm a realist I don't you had know. better be exaggerating for the sake of the podcast sure right? yeah i'm exaggerating <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, please stand by for cultural differences, uh, te- cultural technical difference difficulties. We will get through these. Uh, stand by. He's no longer being polite. What's the matter? <laughs> um, so anyway, we're back with nautical knowledge and nonsense. So anyway, it was wonderful to be locked down, and it's all thanks to Megan <laughs> <laughs> and 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 the baby and the baby. Who thank I guess you, is thank you, the baby, part, for coming out two yeah. months early and forty eight hours. Thank, thank you for not waiting 48 yeah, hours before like breaking it. the water. Good job. Yeah, yeah that was that's incredible. It's, it's crazy to think how many like life changing events happen. Just I mean, literally in hours. Like it's yeah. just it's crazy how it all ties together. But mm-hmm. but uh, and who knows? You know, for better or for worse, it's. Who knows? Oh, Jamie, you have your hand up. I wish we had a video component to this <laughs> podcast. Can I go to the toilet? Some please. of the expressions. Oh, right. Oh, folks, no. have you ever seen a puppy dog that just literally shat in its like, like dog bowl or, or, or ate something it wasn't supposed to? Have you ever seen a puppy dog that ate something it wasn't supposed to? Or, you know, That's right now what we're seeing. Yeah, it's adorable. Those All right, Jamie. Boys. It's polite in a podcast to excuse oneself <laughs> rather than peeing on a chair. Folks, we're going to take a little beer break. We'll be right back. Ladies, <clears throat> ladies and gentlemen of nautical knowledge and nonsense, uh, Jamie and I are going to exit the room for a few minutes. The ladies, <laughs> ladies night, ladies <laughs> God, what incompetent men! Am I right? <laughs> they won't be able to find the bathroom yeah, without us. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. They'll come and be like, "Honey, where'd you put the bathroom? Yeah. How do they ever hit that bowl? Am I right?" <laughs> Without those little floaty things that you put in. <laughs> That's really smart, Melo. So smart. You're really all intelligent. Right. I think we are all. I think he, when he gets to tell his side of the story, things seem a lot more logical, don't they? Yeah. That's, Isn't that amazing? That's always the same. <laughs> Whenever I'm talking to Jamie, if he's doing something really, really weird, I'm just like, "What the heck are you doing?" Like one time we were running up and down this train. <laughs> We were running up this down this train. Are you recording? Yeah, we were recording. We were running up and down this train, and he was looking for the perfect seat, but it was like half an hour going up and down this train. We had all our bags on us, and we kept bumping people. And I really saw I saw somebody. It was about five minutes. No, it was half an hour. It was seriously half an hour. And 
he was like running up and down the street and I was like what the heck is he doing this is so weird and finally when we sit down he was just like I was just trying to find the perfect seat you know because I needed some more leg room you wanted That's to sit true. this way and so he was just being really kind <laughs> doing this weird thing <laughs> <laughs> so <clears throat> I usually trust him on everything that he does because he usually has a good explanation for things. Oh, see, we could learn a lot from this couple. Yes, Megan, we could. Because, uh, it'd be nice to have some of the. Yeah, when I try to explain myself, but. <laughs> All right. Oh, we could tell about the best relationship advice we've ever gotten. Ooh. Oh, what was that? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Everybody's listening Wait, in now. Close your, okay. close your ears closer. and let's see if it matches up. <laughs> <laughs> so we, we, we still do this, and it's really helpful. Yeah. So I was on his parents' boat um, with Jamie, and there was this Swiss guy. He was really buff, really, like, He was, I fit. think he was in his 70s, yeah. and he was, like, oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> great looking. He looked like he had a great life. And he took me aside one day and he was like, Liz, this is the best relationship advice I've ever gotten. And I'm going to pass it on to you. And he's like, I got it from a book. I can't remember what the book is, but it doesn't matter. He was like, me and my wife once, I think he said once a week or at least once a month, we sit down and we take turns. So one person goes first and they just say everything that's on their mind everything that is bothering them that is upsetting them anything they say it out loud and get it out and the other person has to stay completely silent and then once they're done they say they're done and then the next person goes and they say everything that's wrong everything that's going on no matter what it is you just get it out you say it and then you and then when they're done you like have a conversation about it and we've done that. Like, so, well, we, we don't do it every month. We do it no. if there's something that's bothering us. Yeah. Um, and then, so after each person said they go, it's really important that you keep that going through the rest of the conversation. And I think the thing that really works about it is when when you usually have an argument with somebody, you're not trying to, you're trying to win the argument and you're not listening to what the other person says. So like they'll talk and you're just waiting for an opportunity to get in so that you can talk yeah and you're only thinking about what you're feeling yeah and when you do it that way then you have to sort of sit there and you have to really think about what the other person is saying the other thing that's really useful is um and we've done this a few times hardcore is... sex <laughs> <laughs> yes sorry yeah, okay, what? Yeah. that helps a that, lot, that helps a lot. that helps a lot too i'm sorry that only works um, you know if yeah. everybody's into it. <laughs> but uh, what, what, Consent whatever, is needed. <laughs> what I was going to say was you try and um, say the other person's argument. So I would, I would sit down and try and... So if we're having a bit of an argument, I would sit down and try and pretend to be Liz and tell Liz how I'm feeling as Liz. And then Liz would sit down and try and tell, tell me how I'm feeling, as, how she's feeling as Jamie. And then that really puts you in the other person's shoes and you have to, it, it's the old um, steel man thing from debate, yeah. you know, and that works really well as well. So how do you, when you guys do this, when you have the, these talks, do you, do you, you don't have a timer going like the person just no, talks, no, 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 no. Yeah. lets it out. Then yeah. it's like, okay, I'm done. Now it's your yeah. turn. There's yeah. no chance. And then, and then the response though 
is also just an individual talking for yeah. a certain amount of time and then they say okay i'm done talking about what mm -hmm. you said now okay so so it's it's very cut like this yeah. is okay now i'm done now it's your turn and, and that person decides it the person speaking decides Correct. yeah it's over okay yeah. yeah that makes sense yeah and it seems to have worked for us yeah it works works yeah. really well yeah well you should try that yeah because yeah <laughs> surprise folks spoiler alert relationships aren't fucking perfect yeah. <laughs> like, yeah there's a lot of strife and all the crap you know like like we don't have any relationship advice to give you <laughs> yeah but, like face, but... facebook you know you, people tend to put on a good face most of the time not always i actually i'm very impressed with people that are honest on social media i really am though some people it, it depends on the person because some some people are like well they just want attention but for those of you that are genuinely like you know what i'm just sharing which is life, it's brilliant. I mean, I, I love that. And and it's not all perfect. And a lot of people on social media, like I try to just give nice stories because I know there's enough crap out there in the world that people well, don't need to hear it. Social media is not really the place to share marital issues. Yeah. <laughs> I would hope people aren't uh, doing Many, that. many right. people would believe otherwise <laughs> from what I've seen on social media. Well, see, and this is, you know what, why don't you talk for 20 minutes and then give me a... <laughs> right. So, anyway. Um, but I'd like to bring it back to the boats and couples on boats. So, yeah. logistics. Logistics. So, Megan and I... What? But he was like clacking my bracelet, so I was like, <laughs> "Yeah." So logistics. So Megan and I, when we first met, I was the chief mate on Lady Washington. Now Lady Washington's chief mate. So you get a door, which is amazing, quite the yeah, luxury. That's luxury. But the mate's cabin, quote unquote, is a coffin. It's basically like a coffin. So, because the nav table kind of takes up a huge chunk. So, basically. Well, that's good. It means you have to cuddle. <laughs> it's about half the size of a twin size bed. The bed, the actual bunk space. Yeah. Now, and, and then keep in mind, it is like a coffin in that your legs are in a coffin like enclosure. You do have enough room to sit up fully in, in the. In one section. One section of the bed, the half part that's clo you know closer to the door. And then in front of the door, you have a section where you can stand upright. But, but it's only a, enough space for one person to stand yeah. upright before so, you so open the door. It's less than most American closets, to say the least. Yes. It really is. And and for the two of us in there, now Megan and I were in great shape back before having kids. You know, so this is back when we like both had six packs and were pretty freaking in great shape. Um, but even then, like we'd have to sleep sideways on this slender rack. It it was difficult. And then and then I became captain, and, and you were with me for a few months when I was captain. And the captain has, what, a twin? Yeah, it's about, about, a, it's about, about a twin size. About a twin size. It's a, it's a boat, so everything's kind of cut to match the hull. Like, like everything on a boat matches the boat. It's not the other way around, unless designers are really stupid, in which case, whatever, I judge. But anyway, so so in this case, you had the boat, you had a design, and then this little twin rack was kind of cut to match that. And we were just like, oh my gosh, what luxury, what room. We could sleep so easily. It was amazing. Both of us could stand so, up. So let's there. get this straight. The reason you two ended up together was because Megan was really smart and realized she'd get better sleeping accommodation. <laughs> yes. Well, actually, I was loved my bunk. <laughs> yeah, I slept so well in the forecastle. Yeah, it's fun. The forecastle lady was, oh my God, I love the forecastle. You mean the forecastle? <laughs> you're, you're sleeping with like all your best friends and, you know, if it's a good crew, it's great. <laughs> but yeah, so we were in the we were in the captain's cabin. We had all this room. It was lovely. And then after being on the boat for a few months together, you know, I said, okay, you see me as captain, Megan. You see me as chief mate, and you know, you see me as captain. 
Now you got to see me hunched over an Xbox controller and we'll see if you still like this. So I went and visited her and accomplished one of my life goals, which was finishing the Mass Effect series, episodes one through three. And that was it. Like, like, and so I, so we were hanging out and, and I got to see your place in Washington, DC and, and it was great. And, uh, and then, but we had a queen size bed. And so when we went back to lady, it was like, get, get over. Like, how did we ever do this before? It's so funny how you get, you get used to luxury. And then when you go back, it's, it's much harder. Yeah. So anyway, that's our little logistical moving up the chain of command and land life uh logistics on coupling yeah. uh, well we... we we found it very difficult at first because we were well we were in the crew house at first on the Mirworld, yeah which so is like we hadn't gone to see it because... which is like a a fairly large room with a bunch of um bunk beds in it and now, this is not the current crew house no, at the no, Mirror House. Current crew house that. has a three-story awesome yeah, place. Mm. Yeah, the entire yeah, third no. floor is dedicated entertainment and games. Awesome. You have one floor that has a kitchen and a big room, mm -hmm. and then you've got a basement, the scary haunted basement. This is the old crew the house. Old we crew need to house. specify. The yeah. new crew house is really, really yeah. cool, and it's 100 feet from the boat. And then you had one little captain cabin <laughs> up <laughs> above everything else. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so, scary, scary. so there's eight bunks in the main room. Yeah, so mm -hmm. um, all separated so, by so, thin so, curtains. But so the reason we were there and not on the boat was because the boat needed a lot of work. Yeah. To be done. To but also, her. this boat just had a crew house. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, people that are listening might be like, "Why are they in a crew house? Why aren't they on the boat?" Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. Yeah. You're right. So yep. you're right, honey. Yeah. yeah. And it's because we were doing the winter maintenance for the boat, getting re ready to sail, and yeah. then after that we were on the boat. Yeah. So anyway, so we're in this fairly large room bunch of bunk beds the whole crew is in, inside and um jamie and i are getting to know each other um which is very tricky when you're sleeping in a room with 10 other people with let me uh, say this again a curtain to, <laughs> to separate you well, I don't think from it was a curtain. It was like, it was like a sheet it wasn't it was a, curtain. a sheet it was yeah. a sheet it was a sheet it was whatever yeah. you could get your hands on <laughs> well we saw ourselves sleeping in different bunks so i'd pick my original bunk as a as a lower bunk when i got into it there was a copy of the constitution <laughs> yeah. on the roof yeah. because apparently all american bunks have yeah. that I don't yeah know. of course american yeah. made yeah, um, yeah. Standard. and then after we'd got together i decided to move into the bunk below liz's because she had a top bunk so that we could be a little bit closer to each other and then the only privacy we had was i managed to put a little sheet up around my bunk that sort of sheltered off that area <laughs> oh can i tell the story about that time that you dragged me into your bunk sure okay so this was before i think sounds so romantic yeah it was, it was, uh, it was something <laughs> um so this was before it could have been interpreted differently i yeah. think you did interpret it differently i did i yeah. did definitely but i also knew that you were i knew that you were strange at this point i knew that you had different you're a little bit different i am not norm. strange you're the not, rest okay, of the world okay. isn't quite right you're right <laughs> that is so true i think actually that is pretty true but anyway so this was before we had like you know found out that i liked him and that he was okay with me liking him <laughs> this was after i'd had the conversation with johan yeah and it was after i think you'd had the conversation with you yeah but before we yeah. it's not a cult we don't always have to have conversations with you <laughs> yeah. before yeah. Yeah. yeah i was just 
checking out that I wasn't going to be upsetting anybody because I knew that this had a part. Yeah, it's polite. Yeah. So anyway, I was walking past his bunk and you had had a few drinks. I think at that So point. I think it was the same night. So it was the night when I sat down on the sofa and then you sat next to me and ended up falling on my lap. Oh, yeah. Falling. Yeah. <laughs> falling on my lap. Was and that also the same night where you were like, do you want to brush my yeah, hair? So, so <laughs> I, I wasn't sure if she was into me or not. So yeah. in order to test, because she kept talking about my hair. So I said, well, would you like to brush it? And then Liz very enthusiastically started brushing my hair. Yeah. Can I give so, a description of his hair? Please Okay, do. so um, he has been growing it out since he was a kid. And it's this long, luscious blonde hair. Silky. Smooth. Okay. So straight. Elven. Elven. Yeah, that's a great way. Yes. Elven blonde hair. Yes. So how could any woman resist brushing that those gorgeous locks of yours? Yeah, when you when you picture a a tall Tolkien esque like Northern European style elf, you are picturing Jamie. Blue eyes. Anyway, <laughs> so glad we don't have a video component. The blushing would just be worth a million views. <laughs> so I think I'd had a few light ales. Yeah. Wait, can we tell it from my sure. point of view? Yeah. Okay. So I'm just minding my own business, you know, walking past, going all the way to my bunk, and I get, I find <laughs> this hand just punches out of a bunk grabs me and pulls me into his bunk (laughs) i'm like what the heck and here's this jamie fully nude already (laughs) and he's just like cuddles i want cuddles (laughs) and he just starts cuddling me so intensely in my defense, I did <laughs> want cuddles, and I wasn't, like, doing anything inappropriate. Well, I wasn't... I just wanted cuddles. Yeah, yeah. And, and you were just a bit gropey while you were wanting cuddles. <laughs> well, you'd given me a lot of signals. Yeah, yeah. Don't worry, I gave you permission and, to gropey. you know, you seem to be happy with it. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. And then after, I think, like, 20 minutes of cuddle, I was like, okay, I think I'm going to go to bed now. <laughs> and, like, peeled you off while I you remember me thinking that you were being quite American. I wonder why. I'm not saying that on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Please don't. Please don't. All right. I, I think we're, we're going to have... Uh... Uh, wow. Yeah, it's just great. This will have like a million views, I'm sure. <laughs> there are a million listens. Um, and then... Explicit enough. We had another time. So, okay, again. There's a curtain. No privacy. You know, sound goes through curtains. So, we were trying to find a spot. We this is, we got to know each other. We like... We found out that we both oh, liked each other. Yeah. And so, we were like, okay, how do we... Go away to do stuff, but you know, not have to go too so, far. So we thought. So again, in this in this big room, ten or so people in there, uh, and we figured we could go to the bathroom and use that. So we very quietly tiptoed out, and then so you go from the crew house, you go well, from the crew sleeping room, you go into the, the old kitchen. crew house. 
The old crew yes, house. Yes, the old crew house. I'm just saying the new crew house is really good, folks. You yeah. Really good. So we tiptoed through the and kitchen. And not sullied by us <laughs> two. We tiptoed through the kitchen. We very quietly opened the bathroom door. We went into the bathroom door. And we then um, told stuff. the universe how much we loved each other yeah. on the yeah. bathroom floor. Yeah. And then, <laughs> thankfully, <laughs> oh, we're like ten people, or like one shared that bathroom with ten gross. people. To be fair, I think <laughs> I, so I think sexy. I cleaned beforehand. Yeah, <laughs> you would have because I'm a bit funny about cleanliness and bathrooms. Yeah. That's and not that, funny. That's like hygienic, man. That's so, <laughs> yeah, I think there was there was a brief. Let's put the romance on pause while I clean, (laughs) and then back to romance on the floor. Yeah. Um, And then, fortunately, it was a little while after we'd finished. But we were still in there, like yeah, hanging about. Anyway, all of a sudden, we hear footsteps in the kitchen, and then somebody's trying to open the door. Ah, god damn it! And and we're like, okay completely quiet maybe they'll go away yeah. and then and then the door keeps trying to be open <laughs> and we're like and we're like okay it'll look really weird if two people come out yeah. of here so maybe if I hide in the shower and Jamie goes out and we're like oh god and all the out. while the door's going yeah, the and we're like okay we'll just we'll just go we're, out oh we're, god we'll I just, hope it's we'll not, just brave it yeah, out and we're like we're like I hope it's not that new guy who came because that <laughs> would just be so bad so, so, so bad. to give a little bit of context the engineer had just arrived yeah. <laughs> and um, yeah well we hadn't really got had a chance to speak to him and stuff and we were quite worried and then so we opened the door and it's the engineer, the engineer. oh that is hilarious well we- no I mean, to give it full context, that's like his second impression. His first impression was him coming in and you, you know, Jamie, you and I and Alex, like we're playing this pirate board game, literally screaming at each other. <laughs> we were like yelling at each other about to murder each other over this stupid board game. And we're just like, we're like, what? Wait, are Ethan was there too. Ethan was there. Oh yeah, of yeah. course Ethan was there. And so we were like all about, we were about to just like murder each other and get in a fist fight. And we like, had to ban that game. Yeah. And that's yeah. his yeah we banned it we never finished yeah, it. it's still good. there I still I want closure I really want to play that game yeah <laughs> I, I want closure too but like that's his first impression he's just like what did I get myself into like this is yeah. well no he was super chill about it he was like oh whatever I don't care I just yeah. want to use the toilet what? yeah Oh, okay. So speaking about logistics, before <laughs> before we did anything, so we 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 organised like a romantic thing. We were trying to find a place to do. So we went to to Megan, yeah, and asked her if there was anywhere we could go to have some sort of romantic time alone. Dear oh, gracious, and Megan, Megan organised us a whole house to ourselves, oh, which I became. Think- the new crew that's house. That's right. That's right. Which yeah. I think you even got us like candles. I did. You got us yeah. candles. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah, I was cleaning out that place. And and what part we was just, clean enough. There was <laughs> maybe only that one room. It was. Which yeah. Room? The top it was just room, the one, one right before you go into yeah. the yeah. attic. The 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 book. Yeah, the, yeah, the, the, the one that Rachel. Which Maybe don't say it on the ever. podcast because then the current crew won't want. Yeah, well, yeah. knowing tall ship sailors, every nook and cranny in that place has been <laughs> yeah. Christian, and nannies, so yeah. yeah, I wouldn't worry so, too much. <laughs> wow. Then oh. there was that other time on the floor of the washroom. <laughs> when when did somebody walk in on us? No, nobody walked no. in on us. But that was a really nice, quiet place to go and do it. Yeah, wait down the stairs. <laughs> uh, next to where the washing machines oh, were. God. Oh, it wasn't that bad. 
Sailors truly have no standards. It's true. It's I, that but if it was it really the, the basement with, yeah. basement, that would be a special kind no. of human. Oh, yeah. oh, 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 you, you can should tell talk. Me. No, no, you should tell them about the um, because okay, so Jamie got in a little bit of trouble. Did I? Yeah. Did I? But anyway, oh. so anyway, well, you can tell it. You can anyway. always edit it out afterwards. No, I won't tell it. But anyway, so Jamie got in a little bit of trouble, so he had to be punished, and his punishment was to that was no punishment no no that's what i'm saying this is a great story <laughs> i was want to tell well it? i thought i was going to be thrown off the ship for the stupid thing that i did and in the end well, I got... ladies and gentlemen during jamie's interview we'll talk about the stupid thing all right and in the end my punishment was to get sent off alone with the person that i'm in a relationship with to have a romantic evening together no, no, no i never quite understood to... how that worked Jamie, out you have to tell the story as it is. Okay, so okay. Jamie got punished, and he had to do boat watch on this boat that was leaking, cold, unfurnished, the floorboards that, were up. This, this was not punishment. Yeah, because you have a different lifestyle <laughs> than most people. Like, this was, this was, Jamie gets some alone time. Oh, Jamie gets a lovely girl to go with him. <laughs> Jamie... Yeah. Yeah, it was great. Yeah. Jamie doesn't have to get up so, so early because he's already on the boat. Yeah. He gets a lie in. Yeah. No, so you you were the one who told him to go and then he yeah. was like, Can I bring Liz? And you're like, Yeah, sure, why not? <laughs> no, no, oh, you asked. I don't know, whoever I did not I, say, I wouldn't have said, Can you bring Liz? Because I was feeling really bad about what oh, I did. Oh yeah, I probably yeah. And you that said, Can I go? Okay. And, and Johan said, yeah. sure, why not? Yeah. <laughs> and then I felt guilty the whole night that I wasn't being punished enough. Yeah. You're a good boy. <laughs> you're such a good boy. <laughs> oh, man. Well, you know, luckily I never met anybody prior to Megan, so I have no stories to tell there. Okay. Never. None. Nope. Never Never did anything. That's not true, Johan. <laughs> never did anything in a dirty place with anyone. Anyway. Uh, Oh, where are you? Oh, so, well, can we talk about the gin night? Is that okay? So Megan and I, we, she had something she wanted to get off her chest, and it was pretty important. I could tell because she had a whole bottle of gin that we. It got. was not mine. Oh it, no! Remember, no, it wasn't yours. Yeah, but you borrowed it from. I didn't borrow it. He brought it down to say to let us try it. You try. <laughs> Don't leave a bottle with Johan that you want him to try. That's true. Don't do that. Don't That's a really leave bad idea. a bottle with Johan you want him to try. We didn't know how potent gin is, even though there's like whole songs about how potent <laughs> gin is. So I, I should have remembered my shanties and, and uh, Salvation Army songs. There was nothing I want to get off my chest. Yes, there was. Oh, oh you don't remember. So we're sitting there. Not consciously. Anyway. <laughs> well, we're having... No, that's why you got so hammered. You want, yeah, you wanted to relax. No, it wasn't. I just didn't know how strong Jen was. <laughs> that so is the real. You would not have said what you wanted to say. Oh, that's the true story. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, stand by. Megan's going to say something for twenty minutes, and then I'm going to say something for twenty minutes. And we're gonna <laughs> get some stuff on our chest. So, what I remember was that you wanted to tell me something, but you wouldn't. And so I'm like, "Well, here, have another shot of gin." And so we're like, we kept taking the bottle back and forth, drinking this gin, getting more and more hammered. And of course, I'm. You know, heavier and and like I don't even know what he's gonna say. Well, well. So what happened was you got so sloshed and, and you were just really messed up, and so I I had to take care of you, and I was not happy, and and you kept saying, "Is this really happening?" And I was like, "Yes, yes, it is." <laughs> like, I'm sorry, oh. and then it kept you kept repeating, that, "Is this really happening?" I'm sorry, and it just oh. kept happening, and, and and then I twitched you on the main hold hatch. I'm like, "Just can you sit here?" And you sit here and just sit up straight. And, and you you told me, like, you remember 
I do. I I totally remember that. Yeah. Well, I remember. I I think gin is much stronger. So we had had like a glass of gin, and then we went and uh, sat up top. And I just remember looking at you, and all of a sudden things looked weird. And all of a sudden, the whole boat went to the side, oh. but it was actually me that went to the side. <laughs> and then, then from that moment on, I remember about fifteen seconds of the next couple hours, and it was like a dream. Yeah. And I, so the next thing I remember well, no, no, well, was so, sitting on the cabin no, no, top. Back no, no, okay, yeah, sorry. That, yeah. Sitting on the cabin top, and you saying, "Can you sit here? Can you sit here for a second? Can you just sit here?" And I was thinking, I looked at him and I was like, I'm going to show him that I can do it. I'm going to show him that I can, I'm going to show him that I can sit. I'm going to smoke. Oh. <laughs> and then the, everything was aside again. And then I was out. And then the next thing I remember was Pierre's face looking at me like, is she okay? <laughs> Down the hatch. Yeah. So, oh, so back to gin. So we were sitting there, and yeah. So Pierre found you. You were passed out, and you. No, no, no. You were dragging me downstairs, and that was it. I was dragging you down the stairs to have a nice cold shower. Yeah. So (laughs) then the next thing, so Pierre's face, and the next thing I remember was cold water being shot down on me, and Johan saying over and over again, me saying, "Is this really happening?" Because I wasn't legitimately (laughs) like trying to figure out is what's going on, and. Johan just saying, no, saying no. I was mad. you, you know what could happen if you're, this a, I don't even remember what you were saying. Oh, it's like, you could have me. been, people could have exploited you. People could have, like, bad things could have happened to her. I was very angry that she, yeah. Got and then the drunk. next thing I remember was waking up. Well, so I brought you, so I dragged you, you're passing out. I dragged you into the bed and made sure you were, you were okay and you're, and I put you in the bed. I was really, really mad. And then we got you in bed. And finally, I knew you had come to. Like, that you're actually conscious and in the moment because your grammar had changed. It went from saying, is this really happening to, did that really happen? <laughs> and I just rolled over and said, shut up! Oh, <laughs> and, man. Oh, and that was it. That was the night. Did I but, miss something here? But what? The, what you missed, Jamie, why this whole episode happened was because... Megan wanted to tell me a wonderful thing, which was she felt she didn't deserve me. Oh, oh yes. That came I'm trying to remember what it was. There was a reason you got yourself so damn belligerent and drunk that you, that, and folks, in her, Megan's defense, she has not done this before or since. Okay, so this has never happened, flat out. So she wanted to tell me this very special thing, but for some strange reason, you couldn't just tell me. And so my response was, well, I feel the same way about you. I don't deserve you. So therefore, if we both feel we don't deserve each other, then if we can keep that going, we'll have a great relationship because we'll never take each other for granted. So uh, this might not be part of the podcast, but you, you were on a boat together. You wanted to, and you were in a relationship. You wanted to tell Johan, oh, I feel bad that I don't deserve you. So you got really drunk on gin. No, no but no. I didn't actually, but I I wasn't trying to say that. And the reason we were drinking gin was because the, our shipmate had That's brought not what I remember. this beautiful bottle. I know. It's not what he remembers. He makes it out that that was the whole reason why okay. I drank the gin, but that's not true. Yeah. We just drank gin because we drank gin and we and didn't realize, I, it was my first time ever drinking it. Yeah. yeah. And I did not realize how strong it was. So then we found ourselves sitting there, and that's when I said You're that. You're drinking neat gin? I don't know. Megan, okay. I yeah. distinctly remember. It was straight. Megan. Is that neat? 
Yeah. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Gin is not supposed to be drunk. No. Meat, How is it supposed to be drunk? With, with tonic, tonic and lime. Yeah. Okay. Megan, I yeah. distinctly remember you saying, there's something I want to tell you, oh. but I'm not ready, blah, blah, blah. And, you, and I can't remember if I offered you the drink or if you just kept drinking, but whatever it was, you were not ready to say that thing. So oh. that's what I remember. <laughs> okay. I really oh. hope I wasn't there. And then what was Here, the... have a little more, baby. <laughs> well, well, guys, so I, I guess we should start wrapping up, but when are... Let's talk about like general boat co- So not us. We've we've told some horribly embarrassing stories about us. Actually, I have one embarrassing. So I always try to make. I, I embarrass my poor wife. I'd like to embarrass myself. So I actually had a a couple. Well, no, not a couple. I had the the husband of a, a woman I knew on a boat, and and me. And this is one of those. Oh, Johan, you are an idiot. <laughs> I was I was mate. I hadn't been mate for a while, and the mate kind of is in charge of the chore bill and and who gets to do chores when and all this stuff. And so one of the chore duties is boat duty where you spend the entire night on the boat. You have to be sober, et cetera, et cetera. And I literally thought this and I'm embarrassed to say in hindsight, it was the dumbest thing I could have thought of. But this fellow who was married to this other woman who I knew, they're both old, you know, sailors I knew. And this guy, I gave him boat duty the night before a major transit and he wasn't going to see his wife for like weeks. And I oh. gave him boat duty, which oh. is basically, yeah, yeah. And, and the I wish we had video because everybody's looking at me like I'm the worst human on the planet. It was dumb. Like, like no, like for me, I'm like, well, it would be so nice to just not have any excuse to be you know i could i would be sober and i would not stay up all night with my wife and uh, you know like i yeah and i'm getting head shakes now and i get it i get it all right i admit i'm not perfect i mean i'm i'm a fallible it's okay human being. we all know that yeah, I, I didn't think it through and so luckily luckily for me this person was older he was in probably his 30s i'm not sure i think or maybe late 20s early 30s so was the wife so, so they weren't like teenagers or young 20-something-year-olds just hold everything in and they're like, I'm just going to hate this person for the rest of my life. No, he, he like, he, he talked to me. He was like, hey, like, what's the deal? Like, I'm married to this person. Like, why can't I go spend that? And, and like, as soon as he started talking, I'm like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. I was wrong. I had my own logic. It, it's not accurate for the real world. Like, I'm, like it, it was very clear that I had made a mistake. And so I apologized and I said, you're 100% correct. I will take the boat duty. Don't you worry about it. That's the best I could do to make up for that. So, um, I didn't, where, why did I start that conversation? Because you wanted to talk about relationships on boats. Oh yeah. So other relationships. (laughs) So, so. Liz is tracking. Yeah. There we go. There we go. So, so (laughs) you know, I don't know. I mean, obviously we don't want to name names and stuff, but like relationships on boats, they can be so cool and so awesome. I mean, it's incredible. Like you're, you're literally stuck with the person. You know, and and if you have a good relationship, it's really good. If you have a bad relationship, oh my gosh, there can be so much drama and it can get really bad. But I was always surprised more often than not, and you guys correct me if I'm wrong, but it seemed like boat relationships, at least for the time they were on the boat, were pretty good. Yeah. I mean, that was my impression. Mm, Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But I could be wrong. It really depends. It really depends because... Okay, there's a lot of different types of boat relationships. There's like the flings, the swings, the kajingalings, if you know what I mean. There's the like, like uh, when Skylar and I got together, people were betting if we would stay together after boats. And we did, by the way. So everybody lost the bet. <laughs> and, you know, and you just, 
I think the one thing that I really like about starting a relationship on boats is that you can't get away from the person. I mean, that's pretty, it's, it can be kind of intense, but you also, you get to know the person so quickly and you get to know them so deeply. And like we were saying a little bit earlier, boat time is weird. So like a day will feel like a month, a month will feel like a, a year or even just and day again <laughs> so you just yeah and you get to fall in love really quickly and usually and my experiences have been really loving like when I was in the city and I was trying to love people like people when they were kind of afraid of love almost but on a boat people are so they were so much more open because you can't you can't run away you can't you have to be open. You have to talk. You have to be there. You're seeing them. You're working with them. And not only that, but you you have to trust your life with those people. You have to trust your life with this person that you're in love with. You have to trust... And, you know, and this is love for the whole crew as well. Like, there's just something about, like, almost dying but not dying because this person tied this correct <laughs> knot that really makes you appreciate other people even more. <laughs> you, say, you say all that, but other than yourself, I've never had a boat relationship. There was... Um, I've never really noticed that people have been interested in me. There was this woman on the Viking ship that afterwards I was like, oh, yeah. But uh, so she was always sort of sitting next to me and stuff. And then somebody at one point said, oh, I think they might be into you. And I was like, no, I don't, don't think they're into me. And then uh, a few weeks after we left the Viking ship, I suddenly sort of put it all together. And I was like, oh, actually, yeah, she really was into me. <laughs> but um, she wasn't quite as forward as you. So I never, yeah. never picked up on it. So in all your world travels as a kid, as a teenager, I mean, like, because yeah. you were in your teens, right? I was in my so well I started when I was I think about seven yeah and then realistically I finished when I was about 13 oh, okay so it's kind of before you get into serious relationships yeah. or, yeah. or well, I, I mean I had my first kiss when I was like 19 so I, I was 19 19 I was one a, nine one nine yeah I was a very late mature there's a lot of people that are like that um, that's not that's not yeah. completely abnormal yeah it's just it's interesting knowing your backstory though that the fact that i mean because I, I don't know well, well we'll get into that we'll yeah, yeah that's a that's a jamie story but it's it's incredible yeah i'll tell you what but folks i mean yeah just being on boats it's the people you meet yeah it's phenomenal yeah. and so and liz and jamie it's it's awesome that you guys have been able to stay with us for a few weeks here and just hang out at our house and you know see what we Crazy I always life. feel very comfortable being around you. I can feel like I can relax and be myself. And there are very few people that I can say that about. Thank you, Jamie. So, so I feel the same way. <laughs> I do. And ever since, for, ever um, since I first ran into you in that youth hostel. <laughs> I was like, oh, that's oh a, who's this guy then? That's a Jamie that's story. A, okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but um, thanks for introducing us. Yeah, thanks for cool. thanks for meeting this weird boy on a Viking ship ten years ago. <laughs> I know how we need to end this podcast. Okay, Megan. So you guys think I'm a great person for hooking people up and for getting them, you know, into hookups and stuff. Megan, though, oh man, <laughs> if you want to get hooked up, she is the one. She is the ultimate matchmaker. Megan, tell the story about. So Megan was the purser. 
she was the purser on the Lady Washington, which is like you're like the accountant on the boat, but you're also in charge of like taking tickets from people and figuring out you know who's sailing with with you that kind was of thing. Was that on Lady or was that on Mirwall? Oh, it's on Lady. Was it on? A hundred percent. I remember I this like, like it was yesterday. On nope. Yeah. Okay. Well, there's probably another one on Mirwall. You're a hookup. Yeah. You're great at hooking people up. No, I'm I'm <laughs> kind of good at recognizing when two people have similarities that would be compatible. Tell the story. Nice. Yeah. So this person came, came on the boat. This is so wait, but back up. So this is Lady Washington. Yeah. So on the Lady Washington, you had to come down into the main hold where there was like a ship store set up and you could buy tickets, and, you know, if you were interested and stuff. And so this person came down into the main hold of the Lady. Pretty sure the fellow came first and and he was great and we ch- we chatted for a while about just different boat things and things like that and I probably sold him something and then um convinced him that he needed to go on the sale for that evening and then about i don't know maybe an hour later this lady and her sister came down the companionway and we started chatting and this you know the girls chatting away and stuff and I'm joking with them and stuff I'm like man this girl would be perfect for that guy <laughs> that was here earlier. So I convinced them to get tickets for the sale. And so when they came on, I was like, okay. And I told Johan beforehand, I was like, okay, I got these two people coming on. They don't know each other. And there was a person that was filming or something like that. Wasn't there a guy that was filming or a newspaper reporter on, on board? Anyway, so, you know, when they do the, um, they ask the passengers to help at a certain point on the sales. And so, oh, if you want to, you know, help out in the sales, go ahead and go with these people and, and they'll teach you how to do it. So there was two of us kind of assigned to teach them how to haul on the line. And, and so the minute they did that and they, they said, oh, you know, who, who would like to and raise your hand and okay, go, some people go with this people and go, some people go with that people. I grabbed those two people <laughs> and I put them on a line together yes. and, and they didn't stop talking the entire time and they walked off with each other. It was great. Yes. Well, I thought yeah. before that they were doing the whole like I want to I want to yeah. talk to everybody except the person I really want to yeah. talk to. Like it was that classic like I really like this person. They really oh. like, but but they wouldn't do that. They were just like avoiding each yeah. other, and then we forced them to. Well, you forced them together. Yeah. And who knows? Who, who knows what happened? Yeah. If if you're that couple listening and you got married, I'll happily do an <laughs> interview with you. Yeah. yeah. Tell us about it. Love it. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, I think on that note, we should end this Valentine's Day special. So, folks, I hope you're having a great Valentine's Day. And even if not, like, take some solace in the fact that not all relationships are perfect. And it's sometimes nice to be by yourself. Go on a boat. <laughs> you, might on, sign, yeah. you might find your There you go. True go love. on a boat. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. folks, get out of there. Support your local tall ship. Go, go on a sail. You never know. You might find your true love. You might get hooked up. Who knows? Um, yeah, check out Maritime Museums, Yacht Clubs, you name it. Uh, buy my kids book if you get a chance support me wherever you're able to um, really appreciate it and thank you Megan for putting up with me <laughs> so much I really appreciate it thank and you Liz for putting up with me <laughs> thank yeah. you Jamie for putting up with me and Jamie Liz <laughs> yeah, you guys are awesome you're both wonderful shipmates I'm so happy you found each other and, and I'm so happy I've been able to be part of everybody's life here it's hell of a journey it's really been a great so anyway, I'd like to end on a note, on a cheers from, uh, well, I think our old drinks are empty. Oh, can I do a cheers? Oh, please. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So this is, can oh, I do the James cheer? Yeah, you can do oh. the James okay. cheers. Okay. It's kind of romantic. 
Okay, so this is from Jamie's father. So it goes Rest like this. Peace. Rest in peace. We love you. Um, so it goes like this. Here's to the girl who lives over the hill. If she won't, her sister will. Here's to her sister. <laughs> <laughs> Happy Valentine's Day, everybody. Yay. That was so much Here's worse than what sister. I had. I was giving the Lord Nelson's the old uh, yes. to wives and sweethearts. May they never meet. Yeah. May they never meet. Cheers. <laughs> Cheers. All right. Or everybody. may they meet? You never know. Good <laughs> 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 <At that> time. <laughs> Happy Valentine's Day, everyone. Hope you have a good one. Fair winds and follies. Love you. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you.